let's give it up for them in a specific way today. In my classroom, we've been doing this stupid but fun thing. And that's all, what I'm all about, stupid and fun, um, is this. We're going to give 20 claps. I know, I know, you're so excited. 20 claps to the band on this beat. And for the people who weren't um, counting right in the class when we did this in my class, they're like, ha ha, you did 11, and it's really fun. So we're going to do that on this beat. We're going to do 20 claps. So you got to be good at counting. And you're going to stay on the beat. Here we go. One, two, I need 20. One, two, ready, go. Hey, there's always somebody. There's always somebody. No, they did a great job. Folks, let's keep up that round of applause. You know him. You love him. He makes you work out. Coach Wheel, everybody. This is a little bit different, but I am so excited to be able to share a little bit with you this morning. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out my California driver's license. There it is. It's a terrible picture. I think this picture added about 10, 15 pounds to me, but... Um, the reason I bring this out is because I remember being probably your age and carrying around a wallet with pretty much nothing in it because at that age I just had nothing valuable. And so I might have had like a Dairy Queen scratcher card that had like a free, for like a free dilly bar, uh, maybe had a library card that was of some importance. But I just remembered being so excited about the day that I might eventually get a driver's license because that would give me my identification. That is who I am right there. So we're going to take a little bit of time this morning and talk about identity. And the Bible talks about that in some different ways. And I'd like to uh, just share a few thoughts about that. So before we get started, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this morning. Uh, we want to pray for uh, the rest of our classmates that aren't with us today, those that are traveling, those that are um, on the East Coast having a great time together, making memories and uh, just creating great experiences there. We pray for uh, all of us that are going to be here at CBCS today, that we will just uh, be able to take some things from today's uh, message and, and um, be able to utilize that in our life as we move forward. Help us to have a great day together in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I'm um, going to start off with talking about a little boy. Uh, the little boy was, was uh, Matt Wheel. And so, Matt Wheel, he started going to school, uh, kindergarten. Like most of us do, we start in kindergarten. And one of the best things that I remember about kindergarten was show and tell. How many of you enjoyed show and tell? Okay. Can I have one person uh, that had their hand up and tell me something that you remember sharing with your classmates? Yes. You brought a fish to school. Is that allowed? Okay, so can you tell me why you brought a fish? Um, I don't know what the 
Okay, very cool. Uh, anyone else? Yes. A shell. So why did you bring a shell to show and tell? Okay. Yes, right here. Ah, very cool, very cool. Two more right here in the front. Robin eggs, that's very interesting, very scholastic. Yes. A stuffed animal, okay, very cool. Last one right here, Joel. Okay, okay, very cool. And I'm sure we all have different reasons and stories why we brought those particular items to school, probably because they're pretty important to us and we thought it was pretty rad and uh, we just wanted to share that with, with our classmates. So, kindergarten show and tell. It was Coach Wheel's turn. I had to sit in the circle and listen to everybody else's boring show and tells, and I could not wait to share mine. It was something very similar to this. And I brought a basketball because what I loved to do as a little boy was bounce this basketball everywhere I went. Well, that little boy took a liking to the game of basketball. Uh, my dad was a coach, and so I think there was a lot of that going on in the house. And by the time I reached 10 years old, my dream, maybe like some of your dreams, was to play in the NBA. And here I am. <laughs> but anyways, as I continued to play basketball, uh, I got a little bit better at it. And then I started having some success with it. Uh, maybe won a couple trophies here and there. And um, it was something that, as I continued to play, it was a sport that made me feel good. Every time the basketball went in the hoop, it gave me a, a feeling that I really, really liked. A much better feeling than when I missed, because then you have to go chase the basketball, and that's no fun. So I really tried to make a lot of baskets. Um, the game of basketball started giving me a feeling of self-worth, value, importance, and even acceptance uh, with my classmates or other people that I knew around town. <clears throat> Uh, I went on to play some basketball in high school and uh, got recognized in different ways uh, that they do with different things like most valuable player. And, you know, when I reached that, then I thought, okay, I got to keep this going and try to play in college. And so I did have a, a brief opportunity to play basketball in college. And then that just didn't last very long because all the players in college are really, really good and they're really, really tall. So I don't know if you can relate to any of this. Uh, maybe it's not the sport of basketball. Maybe it's a different sport. Uh, maybe it is um, you find, uh, maybe you find acceptance or you find your identity through getting really good grades. Uh, maybe you um, find your identity through uh, what you wear, uh, maybe even having a pretty girlfriend, or 
if you're lucky enough to have a handsome boyfriend, sometimes those things give us some identity or acceptance. And that can go into adulthood as well uh, with, with different things. So adults, they're still looking to uh, have identities. Uh, a lot of times uh, it's adults' careers, their jobs, uh, how they make money, how much money they make, the families that they start, um, gaining possessions, a nice house, cars, uh, things like that. So it, it does go on uh, through uh, our youth all the way into um, adulthood. So I'm going to share a verse with you. It's Genesis 1.27. And it talks about uh, really where our true identity starts. And our identity starts uh, as uh, that we are created in God's image. So God created man in his own image. And that does not mean that God is in human form, but rather that humans are in the image of God in their moral, spiritual, and intellectual nature. And then the Bible goes on to talk a little bit more about our identity in Christ, his plan, and his desire for us. What God does to us and the relationship he creates with us and the destiny he appoints for us. God made us who we are so we could make known who he is. Our identity is for the sake of making known his identity. Who could raise their hand and tell me what, uh, what the word reputation means? All right, so <clears throat> our reputation, the beliefs or opinions that are generally held about someone or something. Uh, have you ever played the game where you say something and then the first thing that comes to mind is what you answer? We're going to play that game real quick, okay? Um, so I'm going to let you just kind of shout some, not really shout it out, but just say it to the person next to you. But uh, we'll play this real quick. It's a little form of that. So I'm going to, I'm going to say a different person's name, and then you're just going to kind of say the first thing uh, that comes to your mind, all right? All right, the first one, for all you people uh, good at history, Abraham Lincoln. All right, good, good. I heard a few of those things. We all have um, different ideas, so everything's going to be a little bit different. All right, let's keep it moving. Okay, I got another one for you. The first thing that comes to mind uh, when you hear this name, Taylor Swift. Okay, okay. I know nothing about her, so whatever you said, I guess, I guess that, you know. Okay, I got one more for you. Here's one for you. Here's one for you, sports guys. Steph Curry. All right. Good answers. We're going to go back to our, our identity with Christ. So in 2 Corinthians 5.17, there's a verse that says, and there are so many verses in the Bible that, that talk about identity. But here's one that I, that I like. It stands out for me. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. 
Behold, the new has come. So uh, this verse can help us establish really our reputation. And uh, so another uh, definition of reputation from the dictionary would be beliefs about your character, your personality, your skills, and your values. And then really we earn our reputation and how do we earn our reputation? I'll take an answer. Anyone? Brandon? Ah, that's exactly what I have written down here. Actions speak louder than words. So it's our actions, and that's how we're known, and then we gain and earn our reputation. So what you do means more than what you say. In Proverbs 22.1, that verse speaks about the importance of your reputation, or actually, as the Bible says, having a good name. And I know... Uh, I know we had a student that spoke about having a good name a while back. Does anybody remember who that was? Yes, yes, he has a good name. His name has meaning, but we're talking about something a little bit different here, a good name as in your reputation. So um, that verse in Proverbs 22.1, it says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches or wealth. Favor is better than silver or gold. And we all know how nice it is uh, or how nice it would be to have a lot of wealth. And there's a lot of wealthy people in Orange County. There's a lot of very successful people. And it's great to have success and wealth, but also the Bible says very clearly here that it's better to have a good reputation or, as the Bible says, a a good name. Have you ever, probably not at your age, uh, but maybe at my age I have, have you ever taken a moment to think about what it would be like to hear what people have to say at your very own funeral? Wouldn't that be something? Usually a funeral is a time where everyone gathers to celebrate your life, and um, sometimes, you know, funerals can be, Um, a very, very difficult, well, all funerals are, I'm sure, are difficult situations, but um, some can be really depressing because I honestly don't know if, like, all people really can say good things about every person that has passed um, for whatever reason those those are. Um, But I will have to say that I've thought about that And I know one thing that we can all do, so when the day of our funeral arrives, we can do also what it says in Matthew 22, and that is uh, two of the greatest commandments that the Lord gives us, and that is basically to love God and to love others. And if you have lived a life full of doing those things, it's likely that your reputation will follow and that people will have a lot of good things to say about you when that day arrives. So what do we do to have uh, a true identity in Christ? Um, And once again, we want to love God and love others. So basically, all of us here in this room, uh, we can take one day at a time, and we have a choice to take action based on loving others, 
and taking the focus off of ourself. Uh, kind of like that little boy that grew up with that basketball in his hand. He was really spending a lot of time forming identity through uh, the game of basketball. And it's taken really a, a long time in my life to realize that my identity is not really the things uh, that I do or the possessions that I try to uh, gain and things like that, but it's truly um, reaching out and uh, showing my love for God and, and also trying to love others in an unselfish way. So basically that is what I had to share with you today. So we'll go ahead and close in prayer and that'll be it. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for our time together today, and uh, thank you for making it really clear in the Bible and your scripture, um, what it says about our identity, and help us to just do things uh, during our time here on this earth that will be uh, less focused on ourselves, but will focus on others, and that we can show love um, in many different ways. We thank you for... Um, our chance to meet here this morning, and I pray that uh, we'll go on and have a great day together. In Jesus' name, amen. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.